Welcome to the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff podcast with New York Times bestselling author, Christine Carlson. Chris shares don't sweat wisdom to help you achieve greater mental health, self-compassion, and better communication with family, friends, and coworkers. Listen in and learn simple ways to live your most vibrant life of joy. Hi, and welcome back to the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff podcast. This is Christine Carlson. Before we begin this episode today, let's go ahead and take our golden pause. Remember, this pause is just meant to be a deep breathing exercise, about 10 deep breaths, focusing on bringing light into our being and going into gratitude to ground ourselves in gratitude, which is essentially grounding ourselves in joy. At least that's what our heart feels. Our heart opens with joy every time we're grateful. So let's go ahead and pause in gratitude for a moment. And if you can, and you're not doing something while you're listening, please just sit comfortably and close your eyes. And let's begin to breathe together. Breathe in through your nose. Allow your chest and your belly to fully expand, taking in the fullness of your breath and On the exhale, just release and let go of any tension you feel. Breathing in pure golden sunlight to the top of your head, to the tips of your fingers and your toes. Just exhale, release, and relax. And breathing in pure golden sunlight to every cell of your being, to the top of your head, to the tips of your fingers and your toes. Just exhale. Release and let go a little bit more. And breathing in pure golden sunlight through your core, through your heart, through your mind. On the exhale, just allow yourself to let go of what doesn't serve you well. This time as you breathe in pure golden sunlight to every cell of your being, place your hand on your heart, activating your heart, opening your heart, and spend a moment thinking of one thing you feel grateful for. And as you fill your heart with that beautiful, beautiful gratitude, allowing yourself to fill from the tips of your toes to the top of your head, just exhale and deeply relax, deeply go inward. Breathing in pure golden gratitude to the top of your head, and the tips of your fingers and toes again. Just exhale and release any fear that's left over that you feel. Breathing in pure golden gratitude to every cell of your being. On the exhale, allow that gratitude to wash over you like a cascading waterfall of pure joy. Breathing in pure golden gratitude again filling your heart, filling your entire body, your mind, your spirit, everything about you with gratitude. On the exhale, allow it to wash over you again like a cascading waterfall of pure joy. And taking one last deep breath in, filling every cell of your being with golden gratitude. On the exhale, go ahead and open your eyes. So today, I thought I'd tell you a story about a day that happened this past summer that I actually 
am releasing a blog about it as well. So if you want to read this story, you can go to christinecarlson.com and read it on my blog. Um, I think I called it From Flow to Flexible. So this one day, I woke up in the morning. It was a Friday, the Friday before I was going on a trip, a big trip uh, to Europe the next day to Stockholm, Sweden. And I woke up that morning and I was all packed and ready to go. I mean, I had even gotten my everything packed. I had gotten my toiletries, my jewelry that I was taking. Everything was in its place and in my suitcase. And I had blocked out that day, that Friday for packing. So I had this whole day. It was like being gifted, I mean, wishes from a genie, actually. It just was like, oh my God, I rarely ever have a whole day where I wake up and I have nothing planned. So I decided to have an inspiration flow day. If you remember from my book, Don't Sweat the Small Stuff for Women, that's a chapter in that book. And it's one that I love so much because it's not one that we afford ourselves or gift ourselves very often. But when it happens, boy, am I going to do it and I'm going to have that day. So I just sat there for a moment. I thought if I could do anything and go anywhere in the Bay Area, where would I go today? And so I decided on Sausalito. I love Sausalito. I have friends over in Sausalito and I just love the community over there. And it's always such a bright and cheery place. And and I decided, well, there's some things I want to get done today. I can do them over in Sausalito. How fun. So I, first thing I want to do was, um, go, I, you know, got ready, headed over the bridge around 11, um, 20 in the morning. And I, um, stopped in Larkspur and I had to exchange a pair of shoes for my trip, a pair of Birkenstocks, get a bigger size, did that. Then I called the chiropractor on my way and I said, Hey, by any chance, um, there's this chiropractor I love in Sausalito. And I said, is there any, do you have an opening? Is there any chance you have an opening? She goes, Oh yeah, I just had a cancellation. And I thought, Oh good in flow. There we are. So I'm like, great. Can I come in? Well, gratefully I had just enough time to stop by the B12 lounge and get a vitamin IV drip before my trip and a B12 shot and do all the things that will, hydrate me for my trip. And that was really, um, not planned either, but just very welcome. So, and did that. Then I called my business partner and dear friend, Deborah Evans, um, in my business book doulas.com that we have founded together and created. And I said, Hey, you know, she's had her birthday too. And I said, Hey, we haven't celebrated our birthdays. Do you have time for a quick bite to eat this afternoon? I said, I have to get home early. Cause I, you know, I want to, I want to get some things cleaned up around the house and, you know, just to have a nice spacious evening before I took off the next morning for Europe, but let's have dinner. And she's like, great. So before, um, I met her, I had a mani pedi, which I needed to do. And then we met, we had this great dinner. And before I left, I was like, wow, you know, I have an hour drive. I think I'll use the restroom. So I go and use the restroom, get in my car and I take off. Well, it's like 5.30, you know, so I'm driving along and I'm, I'm, there's traffic, but I'm like, well, you know, usually reverse side, there's not as much traffic, but there's a little more traffic than usual. But I'm like, well, it's 5.30 on Friday night. So there's, you know, you got to expect traffic. But as I got closer to the bridge, I started to realize this was not normal traffic. This was a lot of traffic. And then I started to see that 
people were pulling off to the side of the road. And I was like, what are they doing? Is there like some air show or is the president coming through? What's going on? And so I rolled down my window and I asked some guy, I said, Hey, what's happening? And he goes, the bridge is closed. And I was like, Oh shoot. Really? The bridge is closed. Do you know why? He goes, no. Well, to me, off to the side of the road didn't look like the best option. <laughs> I didn't know how long the bridge was closed. I figured there was an accident or something happened. So I'm like, okay, I'm turning around. And I put in my nav, my home address, and let my nav decide how to get home. Well, it's 5.30, and my nav says I'm not going to get home till 9 o'clock p.m. I'm like, this can't be Right. Nine o'clock. I mean, even the route that it was taking me couldn't take that long. It could only take maybe an hour or an more than I would have driven. So I'd be home by, you know, seven. And so I was like, this is weird. So I called Deborah and I said, Hey, um, can you look up on, you know, I was driving toward that route. And I said, can you look up what's happened on the bridge today? Is there an accident or something? Because my nav is telling me I'm not going to get home till nine o'clock. And, and that's like four hours, you know, instead of two hours. And she's like, yeah, let me look it up. She goes, oh my God, there's some guy that's on the bridge and he's threatening to jump. So the bridge has been closed since 1140. Well, here's the clincher. I actually saw that guy riding his bike. He, he, I saw him riding on his bike when I was headed over that morning on my inspiration flow day. I was running in and going by the very thing that was going to stop my flow that night. <laughs> and I had no idea. So I was like, oh my God, I think I saw him on his bike. There's never any bikers on that bridge. And of course there's a bike lane, but it's very windy on that bridge. I've never seen a biker. So I saw this guy and I'm like, I wonder if that was him. Well, I went on my path and I just was like, wow, I hit this one part on um, the highway, the freeway, and it just stopped. And we were at a dead stop for like three hours. I'm not kidding you. I went one mile in three hours, three hours. I was already about, um, eight 30 getting dark at night, nine o'clock. And I wasn't even nearly home. And by this time you could see cars everywhere. Their lights, you could just see everyone was just in a bottleneck position trying to get around the San Richmond, San Rafael bridge. And probably I would say hundreds of thousands of people were trapped in traffic. Well, it was interesting because at some point, you know, I was like everyone else. I was starting to kind of like panic a little bit, like starting to think, am I even going to get home tonight? Like, this is crazy. And then I just remember to breathe and to just ask my angels and guides, say prayers. I called some friends. I listened to podcasts. I listened to the radio. I looked around. I sent love to all the people that were stuck there with me. I felt really sorry for the people that had to get off the road and squat down or stand there and pee because I was so grateful I had gone. And for some reason, I did not have to go in nine hours. And that's right. The one hard thing is I had to stop and I didn't have a lot of gas in my car and I had just enough with three miles to spare. I found a gas station in Vallejo 
at 1230 at night, it was pretty dangerous. I have to admit, I was scared. I ran out, put gas, my gas thing in, ran back to my car, locked my doors, ran back out, put it back in and ran back to my car. And then I got home and I walked in at 1am that morning, 1am. Oh my gosh. It took me nine hours to do a simple one hour drive. But you know, the whole time I was very aware that I had had this beautiful day and I thought about all the people that were trying to get home that maybe didn't have such a great day, or maybe they were trying to get home because they had kids at home. You know, all I had was a cat at home and my kids are grown, you know, they're, I, I didn't have to get home for anything. I was like, just grateful that I got home in time to get some sleep, get up in the morning, you know, clean up my bedroom a little bit, not to the degree at which I would have cleaned it up. Um, had I had all evening, but I got it picked up enough and get my stuff together and go, you know, I was so grateful that I'd had this beautiful day of flow. And for some reason in my flow, in my inspiration flow, there's something that happened. And I, I began to realize a couple of lessons in this one is we can't discount how interdependent we all are on each other, that, this one man that, you know, was clearly having a disparaging, a horrible day, maybe even was truly thinking of ending his life and must have been to be sitting on that bridge for something like 17 hours. And then he finally came off. They got him off the bridge. And all I could do is think about how we live in this interdependent world and how one person's actions can impact all of us. And then it made me think about how our actions of kindness, how one person's actions of kindness can also impact the world in the same way because we are all interdependent and in this way we are all in it together. And I thought that's a really incredible lesson to see on an inspiration flow day and it inspired me. I also said a prayer for that man and I prayed that he would arrive at a place where he found his bridge of hope that got him to the other side and where he could choose life because we all have to choose every day. Don't we We have to choose our lives and how we're going to live in our lives and how we're going to show up and, and remembering that our actions really do impact all of the people around us is very profound. So that's what I want to end with today. Don't sweat the small stuff. (laughs) Even when it's not that small, don't sweat it anyways. Live the big stuff. We are living the big stuff, aren't we? Have a wonderful evening, day, morning, whatever it is, whatever it is you're doing. Be present, be in joy, be in gratitude, and be kind. Be kind. Much love to you. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff podcast with New York Times bestselling author Christine Carlson. You're invited to join Christine at one of her upcoming retreats in California, including her popular What Now Women's Retreat at Sea Ranch and her new Revive and Thrive Mental Health and Wellness Retreat at Mount Shasta. Get all of the retreat details today at christinecarlson.com.